For anyone who has never heard of Party Slate before. So Party Slate is a platform for people planning all types of events. So everything from weddings, of course, but there's people planning other types of events that they need professional help, like corporate events of all kinds, bar and bat mitzvahs, galas, birthday parties. We connect all of those people who really need help bringing their vision to life with the leading venues and vendors, where they live, where they're having their events across the country and the world. We document and share best practices around owning, operating, and managing managing world-class wedding venues. What's up everyone, Jonathan here with The Venue RX, and on this channel we are passionate about documenting and sharing best practices around owning, operating, and managing world-class wedding venues. And we have a number of different styles of shows on this channel. We talk to wedding venue owners and hear what the day in and day out life of a venue owner is like, and that's been really fun. We also talk to industry pros around a variety of topics like sales, marketing, operations, SEO, accounting, we talk about all of it. And it's been really, really fun to be able to produce this show. Uh, today, we have a special episode for you because we are talking to uh, someone from one of the platforms that are out there. And I think that this one is going to be uh, really exciting for a number of different reasons. It's, it's a platform that I think um, folks you know, know about, some folks know about it, some folks don't know about it. The ones who don't know about it, you're gonna wanna listen up, you're gonna wanna check out uh, what Party Slate has to offer. And that's who we're talking to today. I'd like to welcome to the show, Lauren Mandel, uh, VP of Marketing with Party Slate. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me, I'm so excited to be here. Well, I'm really excited to jump into this, um, this conversation around Party Slate. And, um, you know, I think venue owners, as they are thinking about different ways to market their property, it's, you know, it's, it can seem to be confusing maybe because there's social media, there's um, all the organic stuff, all the paid stuff, and then there are the platforms. And um, Party Slate just for us was something that we only learned about, I think, after some of the other platforms, but it's really, really cool. Uh, the more I've dug into it, the more I've learned about it, even preparing for this podcast, I was like, like, holy crap, this is amazing. amazing. You have <laughs> such cool tool. So um, I, I'm so pumped to dive in. Before we dive into the actual platform, though, could you give us a bit of a background on you personally and kind of how you got into this industry? Sure. So um, I've been at Party Slate for about five years, and I joke that I had lunch with Julie, our CEO and co-founder, and all of a sudden I worked at Party Slate. She really has that effect on people um, because she's just such a passionate co-founder and CEO. Um, so I actually was not in the hospitality or events industry before this. I was actually in healthcare um, and I was really looking for an industry that I would be passionate about. You know, as a marketer, you really want content that you're excited about. And that's what I found with Party Slate. So the platform has over 2 million beautiful event photos uploaded to it um, by those venues and vendors across the country and the world. And as a marketer, that's kind of the dream that we get to use these stunning professionally shot photos from all types of events. And that's really what drew me to Party Slate in the beginning. Can you, you, you started with the photos and I, I wanna, actually let's, I wanna ask one more question about you. Why marketing for you? That's such a great question. Um, I think that I actually started out as a writer. My background is in journalism and school. Um, and I kind of came out of college and writing, um, you know, wasn't as much of a thing when I graduated. It was a career that you could pursue, but um, it was a tough career. So I started to think about, you know, other than journalism, other than writing, what path makes sense for me with that background. Um, and I started out as a copywriter. Um, I, I did writing, but from a marketing perspective and just naturally evolved into loving the analytics behind marketing, the storytelling, um, content strategy is really my passion at this point. Um, and and I just kind of fell into that career path that led me to where I am today. Wow. Okay. So you went from thinking writing was going to be, and and was it always writing in terms of marketing, or was kind of there was there a liter literary piece there that that you wanted to do some sort of creative writing? You know, I didn't really know. I think you know when you're in college, you you dream of all sorts of things, and journalism seemed like a logical thing to major in that had to do with writing. Um, so I envisioned, you know, newspaper and magazine writing. And obviously today, you know, the many years ago that I graduated from college, I envisioned what is today that print is obviously still around, um, but a lot of things are digital and um, writing is just a different beast than it was all those years ago. So 
I always loved literary writing. I love creative writing. I still freelance here and there just to, you know, get my fill from that perspective. But the marketing writing is really what excites me the most, is telling that story to convert people to whatever your product is or whatever you're selling. That is powerful. And being able to to generate leads or to generate product purchase, purchases um, through writing and through storytelling, that's really what I've fallen in love with over the years. That makes so much sense. At what point through this process of you kind of realizing that and changing uh, your career over, did you meet Julie? So I was um, quietly looking for, you know, another job, just thinking about my next career move. What did I want to do next? Um, and as fate would have it, Julie actually reached out to me on LinkedIn. We had mutual friends. Um, and she said, you know, would you be open to a lunch? I would just love to learn more about your background. And if you know Julie, you know that if you're going to have lunch with her, you won't be able to look away. You won't be able to stop listening to what she's saying. Um, you know, like I mentioned before, she is just the most passionate founder. And, you know, I'm happy to share a little bit about her story as well, how that came to be. Um, but she just started sharing, you know, that was the the company was about two years old at that point. And she just started sharing her vision and why they were looking for somebody to lead marketing and how important it was for Party Slate's future. And I just immediately saw my future with Party Slate and I saw all the great things that we could do. And now five years later, here we are. I love that. Well, let's dive into Party Slate. Let's dive into um, what you do as a platform for anyone who has never heard of Party Slate before. What's the the few liner, you know, elevator pitch for what the platform does? So Party Slate is a platform for people planning all types of events. So everything from weddings, of course, that's about fifty percent of our traffic is wedding related events. But there's people planning other types of events that they need professional help, like corporate events of all kinds, bar and bat mitzvahs, galas. Um, birthday parties that you have a birthday party every year. Oftentimes it's a milestone birthday party. So we connect all of those people who really need help bringing their vision to life with the leading venues and vendors where they live, where they're having their events across the country and the world. So we help them get inspired. We have those 2 million professional photos that live on our platform. Um, they can browse those photos, get ideas. And then we actually have credits behind each of those photos, meaning we actually list the venues and vendors who created each element of those photos or those real events. And consumers or people planning those events can actually connect with those vendors and venues directly and book them for their own events. So it's really this about this connection between the people planning events and the people who can actually bring those events to life and bring those visions to life. It sounds like those photos are the source of a lot of inspiration by showcasing the vendors. You you can say, oh, I love the balloon wall or the beautiful backdrop or the, you know, whatever else. And then um, those vendors can get the business. So yeah. just so I understand it correctly, and I know um, right before you jumped on, you said that that you'd have a screen share uh, for us. And so I'm really, really excited for that. And by the way, if you are listening online, um, and you're interested in checking out the YouTube, we do have a YouTube channel where everything's broken down visually. And, you know, Lauren's going to take us through something visual today, which is going to be really exciting. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm curious, is the platform more of a, like an inspiration platform um, that has the credits almost like Pinterest? Uh, That's okay. We, not not that far, maybe, but a, a more of an inspiration platform, or is it more of a planning platform? It's really more of the go-to resource to create your event from start to finish. So what I mean by that is we get many people to the platform through SEO, which is a big focus of my team, um, who are just looking for inspiration. They're in their early stages of planning. But ultimately, we're that resource for everything you need to plan an event. So we welcome people that just want to look at beautiful photos. I was once that person, but we really want to attract people who have every intention of booking a venue, of booking a wedding planner, of booking a caterer for their event. And the the um, photos are kind of just icing on the cake. We have the photos. They're beautiful. They're the ultimate marketing tool, of course, for my team. Um, but we want those people that are going to book and you know drive more business to those venues and vendors. Understood. So it sounds like from a consumer standpoint, someone who's planning an event, planning a wedding, um, they are coming to the platform and do they put in details like a guest count and things like that? Like, does it have that layer of functionality? Yeah. So you absolutely can. Um, you know, a lot of people that come to the platform, they might come and just find the exact venue that they want and send an inquiry and say, I found what I'm looking for. We do get quite a few of our consumers who actually register, which means that they give us their information. We can contact them later, 
send them recommendations. They subscribe to our newsletter, which we love. Um, and they actually can enter things like um, guest count that they're looking for, where their location is, even their date, so that when they send an inquiry to a venue, for example, the venue can very quickly receive that inquiry and understand, can I help this person? Do I have that date available? Um, does their capacity fit with our venue space? Things like that. So um, it's all about what experience the consumer is looking for. You know, we want to help consumers do whatever it is that they want to be doing and guide them through the process on Party Slate. Okay. That that makes sense from the the client, the consumer side. Talk me through the vendor side. If I am a venue, we'll talk venues because you know we're here on the venue RS. Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah. Where um, what's the what's the journey like for a vendor who wants to be part of your platform? Sure. So and venues, um, you know, we help all all types of vendors. You know, we have I think 15 different categories of venues. Or I'm sorry, vendors and venues. Um, venues are particularly well positioned on Party Slate because from a consumer standpoint, um, we did all of this consumer research a few years back about, you know, what do consumers want to do when they find out that they want to host a wedding or they want to host an event? Almost everybody, unless you're hosting it at a private residence or at your home, um, they need to book a venue. That's the very first thing that most people do. So we see a lot of success with venues on the platform who can use it for free. Um, that's the first thing that we always like to say. Creating a profile is free for venues and vendors. Um, it's a portfolio sharing tool, especially for venues, because we know that it can be kind of tricky for venues, especially if you know they're part of a bigger corporation. You can't always customize your website like you're hoping to for events. You're not free to post on Instagram the way that you know a small business might be more free to post. Um, so we love when venues say that they love our, por- our profile to use as a portfolio for them for them to share photos from all types of events, to add members of their team so that consumers can get comfortable with who they might be working with if they book that venue. Um, Consumers can look at their event space photos. So venues often upload specific photos of the various event spaces. So there are endless ways, and I'm happy to walk you through it visually that, you know, a venue might be able to use their party slate profile. Yeah, totally. Do you, why don't we jump into that right now if you're into it? Yeah, sweet. Let's do it. Okay. So we jumped right into um, a venue profile page, and I can sort of walk you through how somebody might find this profile page. Um, but I figured let's start here. Um, it is a really just stunningly beautiful first impression. That was really our goal because as a venue in a place like the Langham, this really beautiful hotel in Chicago, you want to represent every one of your event spaces, all types of events. Um, so that's what you can do. This is actually a premium member of ours, meaning they've unlocked additional features, which I can talk about in a second. Um, but you'll see these rotating cover photos, really stunning. There's there's five options. And as you keep scrolling, you get into more information about the venue itself. So you can do a little about the Langham section. There's a map. So if, you know, if I was a consumer, I would want to know, you know, where exactly is this located in my city or in Chicago? A virtual tour is especially nice. We found in our consumer research, this is very important for consumers to be able to see what the venue might look like from the comfort of, the, of their own home. And then even more details, things like, you know, we were just talking about capacity, seated versus standing, um, different amenities that, um, you know, a particular venue might showcase. And then there's pricing, which is a second thing that's very important for consumers. It may not be perfect. We know there are a lot of details that go into pricing and hosting an event, but it does give consumers an estimate to at least understand, is this within my budget? Should I message this venue? which results in more high quality leads for our our customers and our venues. That's huge. And then we get in, yeah. And then we get into event spaces, really beautiful. You know, the Langham obviously has many. And then this is the most important part, I think, for consumers. They want to know what could their event look like in this space. And you can see the Langham actually has 61 real event albums. These are photos from real weddings and events that have taken place at the Langham. And venues can upload as many as they would like. Um, and then they're also credited in additional real events from their partners. So if a photographer uploads really beautiful photos at the Langham, they can tag the Langham and it will actually show up on their profile page. So there's many, many more. There are many other features like reviews and recommendations that the venue can actually curate themselves. They can post what types of recommendations they'd like to showcase, meet the team. So again, getting comfortable with who you might be working with if you book your event there, FAQs, it's very long, very um, just a very rich profile. And we often hear from venues that they send their profile page to potential clients instead of their own website just because it's so highly curated. And then this section that we're scrolling through is vendors who have actually worked at this venue before. 
this section right here is is so amazing and the reason is because i i feel like oftentimes consumers have no real idea like there is a preferred list or something like that but consumers don't really have a very specific idea about the vendor's experience at the different venues that they're looking at and this directly showcases that that's incredible yeah thanks for saying that i think this is something we're especially proud of and you can see over here um, it just talks about exactly what you just said. You know, if I'm a consumer and I want to get married at the Langham, which many do, and you want a planner, for example, to help you through your journey, you probably want somebody that's familiar with that venue, that has worked there before, that has experience with the ins and outs of the place that you want to get married. So same thing here, designers and florists, people that have, you know, designed the space that you are going to be getting married in or you're going to be hosting your event. Um, and the same can be said for all sorts of categories. So you can see it goes very deep. Many, many people have worked at the Langham, of course. A question about this. Yeah. Let's say I have a DJ company and I'm in Chicago and I want to work at the Langham and I work there once or twice. How do I get my name on this list associated with their profile? That's such a great question. So let's take a DJ on here, for example. Um, so the Gold Coast All-Stars, for example, the reason they are on here and credited under here is because they've actually posted an event to their profile, it might be kind of hard to find it because they have so many events, but they've posted an event on their profile. One of these 81 events actually credits the Langham. So it's kind of like reverse crediting. So because the Gold Coast All-Stars, they have worked at the Langham before and they tagged or credited the Langham on their party slate profile, now they're going to show up there. So it's a pretty cool process that it automatically, we like to say it builds your profile overnight, that all of a sudden people are going to credit you people who have worked at your venue before, and all of a sudden you're going to have these really beautiful photos to showcase your space just because of the network that you've built and the relationships that you have. It's that shared credibility, shared trust that's so important to develop with your clients very quickly as they're in their venue search. That's huge. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Wow. Okay. So as we're going through this profile, I was going to say, and you said it earlier, this is well, basically everything that a website should have on it, right? You've got your testimonials, you've got, and, and it totally makes sense why some people would push people to the website or push people to their profile on Party Slate versus maybe going to their website. What's right. the process like to submit? I see the request info button down there. Mm -hmm. um, where Where does that request go? So that's a good question. So this actually, I'll show you, this is actually to send the laying on an inquiry. So if you're a consumer, you can reach out to the Langham directly from their profile. So let's say I, I landed on Party Slate. I'm interested in booking the Langham. Um, that's where that form goes. Um, if you'd like to create a Party Slate profile of your venue, the process is, is very easy. You can actually just click this sign up button and you can create a free profile. Now, if you're interested in these you know, additional features, we, that's why we created some of these really beautiful features. These are for our different memberships. So the, the rotating cover photos, um, The let's see what else. The meet the team section is reserved for members only. So, you know, if you want to introduce people to your team, um, unlimited credited events. So we actually do, you know, our free members, our free profiles. We allow a few credited events. But if you want to build, you know, like you were talking about, if you want to build that network, if you want to show that credibility, that's an upgraded feature as well. Talk to me about the different levels. So upgrade versus there's free. I'm hearing what are the different levels of membership? Um, that are available to venues? Sure. So we actually have a couple different packages. Let's see if I can navigate there. Um, so this is all about joining our community of Party Slate Premium members. So we have a special page right up here um, called Four Pros that's dedicated to the value propositions that you get. And then down here is specific. We have specific pricing for venues if you click over. Um, Premier is our most popular for sure. It's all about boosting your presence, growing your business with additional insights, getting listed above your competitors, and additional exposure to more of those connections that we were just talking about. So there's all sorts of things that you can get with free, absolutely. This um, next tier of portfolio and moving up through Premier and Platinum is all about that additional exposure and really growing your business beyond that free profile. That makes so much sense. I'm going to ask a question um, that people might be, you know, if you're looking at this, you know, on, on YouTube or you even go to the Party Slate website, you might look at this and go, gosh, Platinum, $8.95 a month, Premier, $5.95 a month. Maybe you're a new venue and you don't feel like you have that type of money to spend towards marketing. Um, there is the free option. I realize that. Do you find leads being driven to 
platforms with just the free and you do you see people uh, upgrading their sites as they get more business under their belt? Yeah, that's a great question. So you absolutely can see success depending on what you're looking for for your business with the free profile. I think that the more you invest in Party Slate, the more results that you will see is is the truth. We like to say that, you know, Platinum, yes, it, you know, it's $900 a month. If you book one event through Party Slate, that can cover your costs is really what we like to say. And we are growing. You know, our traffic is growing every single month. We are really invested in SEO and driving more quality traffic. And like I mentioned before, for venues, they're ultimately very well positioned on Party Slate. Every consumer that comes to Party Slate, we like to say, needs a venue for their event. And boosting your exposure and you know, boosting the different features that you have with one of these packages allows you to get in front of those consumers that much more. Yeah, this is this is this makes so much sense. And I think sometimes for folks, I think it comes down to a place uh, of like where they're at in the life cycle of their venue. So it might be year one, they're just getting those first deposits. They might only do 20 or 30 events. Right. Year two, three, four, now they have, um, they feel like they, you know, they have some of the revenue under their belt. They want to reinvest back into marketing. Talk to me about the, you said lead quality. I know that's one of the big bones, if we'll call it, that people have to pick with other platforms. Um, how do you, how do you feel like you guys do in terms of, of lead quality? And, um, you know, how are you making sure that people are getting the best lead quality possible? Yeah, I think that's a great question. And we really do like to differentiate ourselves in that sense um, with the quality of the consumer that we're attracting. I think that there's a couple different ways that we really focus, especially from a marketing perspective. We have a really robust, I've mentioned it a few times, a really robust SEO strategy. And what I mean by that is we're not going after do-it-yourselfers. You know, we appreciate a backyard barbecue. I love to host them. Um, but that's not the type of consumer that we're going after. We want somebody that has a budget big enough to book a venue, to book a hotel for a wedding, or to book a restaurant for a corporate event, um, or to book a raw space for a product launch party. So we're really going after those people with the keywords that we're we're focusing on, um, the keyword research that we conduct. Um, we do run some paid advertising to acquire different types of consumers. We do the same thing there. We focus on keyword research. Also, the content that we write, we have a, a best of section. That's our editorial section. The type of content that we write is really focused on those types of consumers as well. Um, we write articles like the top luxury ballrooms in New York City or the top raw spaces for your corporate event in Houston. So we're really focused on content strategy and SEO to make sure that we're attracting the right type of people. That that makes so much sense. And that's really good to hear because, again, you know, if you're paying anywhere from two, three hundred dollars to nine hundred dollars, you want to make sure that you're not just getting leads, but you're getting qualified leads. Yeah. So that makes so much sense. I also one thing I love, you have it broken down by venues, vendors, and then ideas there along the top. And I love how uh, like show again. Yeah, yeah. Pull it, pull it back up. Yeah. I I love how clear that is because. You're either looking for a venue, or if you've got your venue, you're looking for a vendor. And if you've got both of those, maybe you're just looking for ideas, or maybe you don't have any of those and you're looking for ideas first, right? And you're backtracking. With, I, go ahead. No, I, I I agree with you. And as a consumer, my you know I I'm planning my daughter's birthday party. I got married, you know, not too long ago. So I couldn't agree more that like the organization is especially important when you're coming in as a consumer to be guided through that journey. So that's absolutely right. Do you have any metrics on where people end up finding or using Party Slate? Like, do they already have their venue? Do they already have some of their venue vendors? Are they just in the idea phase and then they're kind of going through the whole process? Yeah, that's a great question too. I think, so if you go in here, you know, you mentioned venues, vendors, and then ideas. So venues, um, let's click on hotel ballrooms and I'm in the suburbs of Chicago right now. So let's put Chicago proper in here. So this is our what we call our curated venue directory. So this is top, you know, hotel ballrooms in Chicago. This is in Chicago proper. There's an awesome map feature. Um, you can see this featured flag. These are our premium members that we feature, you know, above the free listing. So that is a benefit of our our memberships as you get that additional exposure in our directories. And this is one of our most trafficked sections of the platform. So we know that with our SEO work that this section does 
a lot of traffic comes into the venue directory. So this is the first exposure that they're see they're getting to Party Slate, which is awesome for venues, especially our members, because they're getting their unfair share of those impressions of those those eyeballs on their brand. And then, you know, does some oh, see there's the Langham again. Does somebody want to click through, you know, to the Four Seasons Hotel in Chicago? Then they're free to do that. And they can compare, you know, the same way that, you know, we were just doing with the Langham's profile. They can do the same thing with any profiles that they're interested in. Um, but, you know, like you asked, this is where a lot of traffic is coming in from. And you can, you know, sort by event type. You can, um, you know, do your your different types of venues that you'd like to be looking for. Guest count, we know, is very important. So you can filter, you know, by the number of guests that you're expecting. And then it, it curates those results. Like you asked under ideas, there are photo selections, trending photo searches. And then this is our article section that I mentioned before. So we also get a lot of traffic in through here because our SEO strategy is so focused and so curated. Um, so let's say, um, you know, I want to look at corporate event content specifically in, let's do New York City. You can actually look at different corporate event inspiration um, articles, different photos, um, and then also more intentional articles that is what we like to call them. So this is from 2019. Um, so this is a, a little bit of an older article, but we like to say that most of our articles are evergreen. They last forever. So these, you know, venues in New York, somebody could actually come here and book these venues directly through one of these articles. Let's see if we can find another one. So if we go back here, you know, we have different colors, um, these New York ballrooms for any type of event. They can actually click here. You know, if you see the St. Regis, you can actually click contact venue and you can contact them right from the article itself. That's amazing. That's amazing. It gives the venue multiple areas that they can be contacted by someone who's getting inspiration. Exactly. So they may start by getting inspiration, but if they find what they're looking for, that's really like when we want to capture them. We want to make sure we're giving the consumer what they want. So we make these curated venue lists is what we like to call them. We heard again in that consumer research that this is really important to consumers. You know, there are hundreds or thousands of venues in each city how are you supposed to know which one is for you? So we really like to create these lists that are very helpful for consumers that may be feeling a little overwhelmed. We like to narrow down their options for them. Totally. Lauren, I notice in the, um, you have either the contact venue or maybe the Seymour, uh, I think if you scroll up, it says, it'll say Seymour photos. Um, I Talk to me about the information that you're you're gathering from the client because I noticed there's three fields. You've got you know their I think you have name, phone number. Can you click the contact venue button there? Yeah, there's oh yeah name, email, phone number. Are you collecting more information than this to give to the venue? We are. So you'll see, and I I won't be able to take you all the way through it, um, but I encourage anybody to go through it if you know if they're interested in contacting. You'll see this little green bar up here. So this is just a portion of the information that the consumer will submit to make sure it's a quality lead. You know, you were mentioning before the quality of those inquiries or those leads is really important for venues to make sure that they're getting, you know, what it is that they actually want to book at their venue. So we try and qualify that lead for them. Um, another way that we actually see, you know, quite a bit of traffic. Whoops. So let's go to the St. Regis um, profile specifically. You know, there are other ways that consumers do get in touch with spaces without actually submitting a lead through our platform. So um, let's see. Let's go back to the, the Langham, which I keep choosing. So let's go back to the Langham for a second. So, you know, one way they can absolutely submit an inquiry through the platform by clicking request more info. But we see a lot of times people just want a little bit more information. So there are these call buttons. There's They can visit the website. They can go to their Facebook, their Twitter, their Instagram is very popular. You know, as a consumer, before you make a big purchase is what we like to say, or invest or book a venue like the Langham or any venue on our platform, you want to do your research. So we try and give them as much information as possible on Party Slate. But ultimately, they may want to go to their website, which we consider a form of conversion with deeper engagement with the venue and, and their brand. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. I love, I, I just, I, this example specifically, I think is perfect because it has here outlined, you know, estimated cost, $386 per guest, minimum spend $60,000. Regardless of what that number is, that is the information that people always ask. Whether you're, yeah, whether you're a blank canvas venue or not, or uh, all-inclusive, or like people always want to know how much. And 
And that's a kind of uneducated question, right? They're just getting in and they're like, bottom line, what am I going to be spending? And this kind of gets them that ballpark number. Like it's not going to be 60,000. It might be, you know, 65 or 72 or whatever, but at least they know I'm probably going to be parting with at least $60,000 based on, and then it kind of gives that estimation. That's huge. That's so huge. Yeah. And this is actually um, a newer feature within the last couple of years because it's something, again, that this research that I keep referencing because it was just so incredibly valuable that we actually developed because we know how important this is for consumers. You know, again, even if it's like you mentioned, it's not necessarily exactly $60,000, but it should qualify the consumer and say, this is a good fit for this particular venue. I can afford to spend about $60,000 or at least $60,000 for a large scale event. Because the truth is, is the venues don't want those leads if the consumer can't afford that, because then it just wastes everybody's time. So we really want to help qualify those those inquiries and those potential clients for the venues up front. Yeah. And this is a perfect way to do it. I have I haven't seen other ways that I think are better than this, because this kind of gives a snapshot, someone a snapshot. And some people are going to spend 60000 on their event, and some people are going to spend 20000 And that's okay, but it's important that they know kind of you know, approximately what they're going to do. So I, I love this. I'm so glad. How how do you keep the information accurate, especially with how much things have changed in the past couple of years? Yeah, in terms of pricing or just in general? Well, pricing, and I mean, even a bigger question here of like, you know, there are venues that have gone out of business. There are venues that have changed hands. There are venues that have changed their pricing structures or maybe added a uh, all-inclusive model. So how is that data kept accurate? Yeah, that's a great question. I think that the best thing about our memberships is you do get access to a customer service associate, somebody on our team who works directly with you to make sure that things like that are really updated. And you know, as the packages progress, so does your level of service. So, so that's really great. And I think that we just love that so many of our venues are so committed to their party slate profile. So as things change, or, you know, as we scroll down, if they update photos from their event spaces or, you know, if they get a new stunning real event that just took place in their venue, they're very eager to add it to their profile for a couple of reasons. One, to make sure that it's accurate, like you mentioned, um, that that's, it's best representing their brand and to make sure that it's, um, you know, that it feels um, of the times and that it feels modern. And it's, you know, the first photos that a consumer sees are not, you know, a wedding that it's pretty clear that maybe it's from 10 years ago just because of the of the decor, the photography style. So we're really lucky that our members especially and those that leverage our free profile are just really eager to keep their party slate profile up to date. I should also mention that new content is also a really, really important driver of, of traffic from an SEO perspective. So we do like to educate our clients and all, you know, all of our venues that leverage our platform that it's really important to add fresh content to make sure that you're seeing the most traffic possible. Mm. That, that makes so much sense. You keep referencing the research, some data that you pulled, things like that. Can we dive into that a little bit? And, you know, I, I'm curious about, you know, how you're getting that data. Like that's something just being in this industry, finding accurate data, even accurate statistics on the wedding and event industry itself is a little squirrely sometimes. Um, how are you doing some of that research um, and, and how are you implementing that onto the platform? Yeah, so it was a large initiative. You know, like you mentioned, it can be really tricky to get not just uh, your own data, but accurate data that you really feel comfortable using. Um, so a few years ago, um, myself and various members of the marketing team partnered with our product team um, who are incredible, incredible researchers. And we actually spoke directly to consumers. And it's this framework called Jobs to be Done framework for those that might be familiar with that. And it's very time intensive. It took us almost an entire quarter of work to conduct this, but it involved very strategic, very detailed interviews with various consumers who either were actively planning an event or had recently planned an event and asking them questions that led us to conclusions about what is most important for them. What can we do to enhance our platform like that pricing feature that you just saw for venues to make them feel like Party Slate is a place that will solve their problems and that they will use to plan their events. So, you know, over the course of that quarter, we gathered hundreds and hundreds of insights that we ultimately channeled into our platform to create various features to enhance various parts of the platform. Wow. 
that I'm so glad that you said you talk directly to consumers because I think um, I think that piece is really really important um, versus you know running studies of people who maybe have opinions about what they would do but maybe aren't actually actively planning an event. Are these people all party slate users or were you getting data from the industry just as a whole? They were not actually, which was important to the research to make sure that we were just trying to understand from a consumer perspective, what problems were they trying to solve throughout their event planning process? So whether they use party slate or not was was kind of irrelevant in the moment because they might have had a problem that we could solve for that we didn't even know about. So some of them definitely did use Party Slate. We were excited that most of them had heard of Party Slate and enjoyed using our platform, but we really wanted it to be pretty neutral in what they did use and and really focus on what they could use and what we could create for them. That that makes a lot of sense. And I'm and I'm again, I'm glad that you were talking to real people, people that were using it, and then not just a sample set of of, of Party Slate users, but kind of the industry as a whole. Yeah. And I think, you know, what I've learned about being at Party Slate um, and being part of the events industry, it's a really special place and it is very nuanced and very unique compared to, I would say, most other industries. It's a lot of science with the data, but it's also a lot of art. And I think that art component is really important and making sure that you're hearing directly from the users that you want to attract and the people that have those events to plan. Just hearing their opinions and hearing their perspectives is equally important to the data that we can gather. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree a hundred percent. Really quick before we move on, I wanted to ask, there was a portion of what you showed me, there was a virtual tour. Is that something that Party Slate helps facilitate or are you just taking a virtual tour that the venue gives you and uploading it onto their platform? So looking at the Langham's profile again, so if you scroll down just a little bit, there's this section called the virtual tour that you were referencing. We do not facilitate or film the virtual tours for the venues. We just provide a space for them to display it. So we had learned, again, through um, similar research on the other side and talking to some venue owners, that they often have these virtual tours and they don't always have a place to put them. And then paired with our consumer research that we know that this video content and being able to tour a venue you know, from the comfort of your own home before you want to actually devote time to going into a venue tour, those paired perfectly together, that we knew we needed to create a space to give consumers what they wanted, a behind the scenes tour of venues and give venue owners a place for them to put these virtual tours and showcase their space. Yeah, the virtual tour um, piece, I think is so important as a means to, again, drive a more highly qualified lead because if people have already kind of experienced the space a little bit, they can come to the tour being 60 to 80% sure that they want to get the space. They've seen the pricing, they've seen the space. Now they're just making sure there's no, like, it doesn't feel weird. The experience is good on the ground, all of that. Exactly. And it's, you know, it's a really emotional purchase, whether you're planning a birthday party or an anniversary or product launch, you want to feel really connected to where you're going to host it. And you need to be able to envision, like, what would my my event look like in this space? So, you know, the virtual tour is really important for that. These event-based photos are really important. Um, and I, I really think that this is one of the most important sections, you know, being able to envision what did somebody else's wedding look like at the Langham and being able to either connect with the photos or to be able to say, that's not what I want my wedding to look like. And, and I need to look either somewhere else or I need to hire a different florist. Um, so being able to make those connections through photos is is really what Party Slate is all about. Mm. I, I want to ask, because I know we've seen a number of different uh, pictures of profiles. And since our, our podcast, you know, we talked to, I hope, the entire venue industry. Um, but I think a lot of people who listen to this are, they have barn style venues, they have more rural style venues. Um, you know, if they are, you know, in an urban space, maybe they're not as um, refined as some of the ones that we've been looking at. Do you have, you know, is Party Slate good for more rural or rustic venues as well? Yeah, I think that's a great question. So we can go back up to the um, navigation up here. So we have all of these different types of categories. You can actually see Barnes and Farms is one of them. And it's really based on consumer demand. This is what consumers want, like, you know, like you mentioned. I would say depending on location, it really depends on, you know, where you're looking and, and what you're most interested in. So let's do vineyards and, and wineries, for example. If you're in the suburbs of Chicago, there probably are not very many, but let's try, you know, Napa, for example. 
then all of a sudden you have this amazing curated directory of you know the type of venue that you're looking for. So I would say that it's it's all about where you envision yourself having your event and the type of venue that pairs really well with that. So you know this is a great example of of wineries um, and vineyards in wine country out in California. So we have all of these different categories. You know, let's do another one. Um, let's do museums and landmarks. Well, and I'm actually curious. Could you do barns, the barns and farms? Sure. And is it possible to uh, to filter by price? Um, so right now we don't have that option. We do have all these other filters to help you kind of get at a budget that is comfortable for you. Like we like to think that, you know, if you're curating your capacity, for example, if you're having, you know, a, a thousand person event, that that should help you narrow in on a venue that's a good fit for you, both for for quantity and for cost. Um, but right now that is not something that we're able to do. Um, let's look. And the reason that I was just asking that is, uh, I think I, I'm. I want to capture kind of the gamut of what Party Slate is able to do. And obviously, we saw a sixty thousand minimum spend at the Langham. Uh, you know, do you have? Is is Party Slate the type of platform that would have a space that you know minimum is fifteen or twenty thousand, or is that more? Uh, is that not as much the demographic that you guys are pursuing? I would say it really depends. I think that you know the sixty thousand, you know, with the Langham. We definitely skew on the higher end. That really is the goal: is to capture those people that have a budget for a larger scale event in a, in a you know pretty populated metro area. But with that said, you know if we go up here to restaurants and bars, um, you know there's this really amazing brewery that's actually right down the street from where I live that would be an amazing place to host an event. And I would I would guess let's scroll down here. So they didn't supply pricing details just yet because there is the option to not supply that if you'd like to not not offer that. You know, I would guess, but like, look at how amazing this event space is. So I think it depends on the type of event that you want to host, the vibe that you're going for. And we do like to help anybody that wants to come here, as long as the pairing between consumer and venue is a good fit. Makes sense. Makes sense. By the way, if you're using Party Slate, I just, my personal opinion, after everything I've seen, you've got to use that pricing feature because that is <laughs> like, that is so clear. It's just so yeah. clear. I love it. Yeah, okay. I love it. Awesome. Well, Lauren, I want to ask a couple of questions about marketing mixes. And, you know, I think kind of like we said at the very beginning, it is, it can be confusing. You know, if you don't, if you don't maybe come from a marketing background or, um, or if you don't have a lot of experience in marketing and you maybe just finished building your venue or you're a year or two in and you're looking at all of the options, Google ads, Facebook ads, you know, Instagram obviously is part of Facebook, uh, Pinterest, right? Mm -hmm. TikTok, like there's so many things. And for a lot of small teams, it's really hard to just do all of the things. Yeah. Do you have some best practices or some, some ways that you've seen venues really effectively um, use maybe not only platforms like, like Party Slate, but then what's the marketing mix like for a successful uh, venue? Yeah, it's such a good question. And honestly, it's something that our team struggles with too. I think if you're a marketing team or a small business owner, you're constantly trying to think like, which channels are the most important to me? Like, that's the first question I would ask. You know, TikTok, I love TikTok personally, but it's it's just not something that my team can keep up with right now. You know, we post periodically, we like to have a presence on there, but I know that TikTok, you need to be posting like 10 to 20 times a week. And it's just not something that we can realistically prioritize. So you know what? We said, this quarter, TikTok is not going to be a priority of ours. And I think that, you know, the venue owners have to do the same thing. Like, what is going to be a priority for them? What is going to move the needle for their business? Obviously, we we really believe Party Slate is what really can move the needle for them. We attract the right type of consumer. We position all of our venues in the best light for their brand. We have this unbeatable portfolio sharing page with the profile page that really doesn't exist anywhere else. Um, so we really like to think of Party Slate as a completely different bucket than anything else that a venue owner or anyone else could prioritize. Um, you know, Instagram is really meant for snippets, a few photos here and there, um, highlight reel, if you will. And a party slate profile page is really meant to be everything. It's it's your full portfolio. It's to showcase all types of events, attract all types of consumers that are important to you. Um, so that's really how I would do it. The marketing mix, like you mentioned, I think you have to weigh what's most important for your business. What are you trying to accomplish that quarter, that year? Where are you going to spend your budget to be able to move the needle for your venue and for your business? Hmm. 
Uh, that's really well said. Um, TikTok, I, I share that with you. Also Pinterest, also shorts, like even just on Instagram, there's shorts, you know, there's, uh, oh no, I'm sorry. Instagram is reels. See, I'm mi mixing up Instagram. YouTube. But, but it's hard to keep track because there's so many different ones. Yeah. Well, and YouTube, we're going heavy on shorts right now on YouTube for this podcast. So that's why <laughs> that's top of mind for me. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a really good point. I mean, there's so many different places. You, you said party state is kind of in this, you know, bucket all, all on its own. Do you think it really replaces a lot of the other platforms that, that you could join out there? Or is it kind of a both and thing in your opinion? Um, I think I'll leave that to the business owner, but I think that in terms of our differentiation, from other platforms that might be out there, I think it's all about our target audience and who we're trying to attract. You know, we're not mass market. I think I mentioned before, we love the DIYers. I love to DIY occasionally for events, but that's really not who we're attracting. We want to help our venues and our vendors build their business and attract those quality, quality inquiries, those quality leads, and also build their business through networking within the industry. I think that, you know, we haven't even touched on the events that you get to come to for Party Slate that we host all over the country. And we know how important networking and building those relationships in person is for those those businesses and especially venue owners. Um, so that's something that we like to think is really special and we know is really special about Party Slate and what we do. Um, so I don't, I don't necessarily think it's about either or. I think we're just very different from everything else that exists out there. Fair, fair. Could we wrap today by talking about um, the the in-person opportunities, the networking that you guys facilitate. Um, tell me about that. So this is something that was pre-pandemic. We were getting our rhythm down. We were hosting networking events um, all across the country. And then, of course, the pandemic hit and events became you know put on hold, to put it mildly. Um, so we actually pivoted to webinars. We hosted over 60 edu educational webinars during the pandemic. And now we're starting to do a little bit of a hybrid of both in-person events, are absolutely our bread and butter. We like to host networking events in pretty much every major market across the country at least once a year. So for our bigger metro areas, we come to places like New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, Miami multiple times a year. But we like to come to smaller cities like Charleston or like San Diego at least once a year. And we bring the best of the best together into a room just to network and take a break from their clients and helping their clients celebrate and let them celebrate with each other build those relationships in person, which we know that in-person time is so valuable, um, and really make connections with their business partners and, you know, people that they could partner with. Um, you know, we've heard from various vendors that they've booked business from, um, you know, a peer of theirs and the industry from being at one of our events in the past. Or, you know, if a venue rep um, attends one of our events and they meet event planners that can bring business to their venue. That is a big value add for venue reps who really like coming to party slate events and, and building their networks that way as well. And we actually, I should say, we have our first ever only premium member national event that's going to take place in New York City. So if you're a party slate premium member, you're going to be invited to this two-day unbelievable event in New York this fall and it will be part digital education. So I mentioned we do these webinars periodically. We're gonna actually do that in person. We're gonna do some really amazing panels and TED Talk style education, followed by a really, really amazing cocktail party that's just meant for the industry to be able to celebrate their year that they've had and, and be together in person with each other. This is really amazing. I mean, you don't hear about a lot of opportunities for venue owners to get together, for venue reps to get together, the, the team to kind of get together and, and learn best practices and education and things like that. Uh, what, where did this come from? Is this from Julie and the Cof? Is this from the founders? Is this from the team? Where did this need kind of first pop up and, and how, why are you answering this call, I guess? I think that it came out of how could we not have events for the event industry? That we know that the networking need for venues and vendors to build their own businesses with their peers to meet new potential partners that they had ne would never have the chance to meet before. Um, it just kind of seemed like a no-brainer. And then all of a sudden we started having them and the feedback that we got from them was basically like the day after the party would be, when are you coming back to my city? I want to do it again. So when you get that type of feedback, you can't really ignore it. And then we just started doing it year after year. We work with partners to host and come up with an amazing creative theme for each one of these parties. 
Um, so we partner with a planner and a venue and a really amazing designer among tons and tons of other vendor partners to curate this really amazing event experience. So not only do they get the networking opportunities and the, you know, the business building opportunities, but they get to be inspired. You know, they're the ones putting together these amazing events day after day, weekend after weekend. It gives them a break to go with their peers, meet new partners, and get inspired by what's in the room around them. That's so cool. That's so cool. Lauren, thanks for you know, spearheading this, spearheading so much of anger. I know as as your your position in marketing driving this, listening to consumers, listening to the feedback from vendors and and implementing it on your platform is it's just so important and it's really cool. I didn't know um, you know, so much about your platform. And after today, it's so inspiring. And you know, I want to make sure that I get all of our venues uh, at least awareness. It sounds like from what you're telling me, there's really no reason not to have a free profile. Is that correct? Nope. I should have started this whole thing with that. There's no reason not to have a free profile. And I think the best thing about it is you get that little taste of what Party Slate can offer for you. And then there's so many additional opportunities to upgrade your membership package, to go to one of our events and experience all that Party Slate has to offer. So, you know, we're happy to create those profiles for you to walk you through the different value propositions connect you with the the lead in your city to explain more about the platform. So we are just so happy to be doing what we're doing and bringing everybody in this industry together and helping them build their businesses and, um, you know, connecting everybody with the right people that they just want to be connected with. That's that's really the power of Party Slate. That's fantastic. Well, Lauren, thank you so much for coming on today and, and sharing with us about Party Slate. We will have links to um, the the platform in the description and you know where wherever people are listening or watching they'll be able to check it out. Um, thank you so much for sharing your screen as well and kind of like walking us through the platform. Oh yeah, thank you and thank you for having me and letting us share more about Party Slate and um, we hope that everyone will follow along with us on Instagram and reach out to me directly if you have questions about our events or about how to get set up with a profile and we're happy to help anybody that's interested. Cool. What is the best way to reach out to you if, if people are interested in doing that? You can just email Lauren at partyslate.com. Cool. Amazing. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lauren. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for having me.